Okay, looks like we're ready. It looks like we're ready. Welcome everyone to Saturday Sangha on October 23rd, 2021. I'm speaking from Sadubavan in Poland, and we're happy to see you all again. We can begin with prayers, and then we will have some Bhaktivinoda-Takur song, and then we'll see... If any of you have something to share, and then we have a surprise guest today. Yeah. And we may, yeah, depending, we'll see if there's some sharing, and otherwise we can also say something about Damodar, Damodar Ashtakam. And um, let's see, maybe also Raghunathas Goswami's Manashiksha. In this way, a kind of variety the Hare Krishna variety show. Okay. Oma Jnana Timarandasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Nama Shri Chaitanya Mano Vishtam Stapitam yena bhutale, svayam rupagadamahyam, dadati svapadantikam. Vandeham shri guru shri yutta parakamalam, shri gurun vaishnavangscha, shri rupam sagrajatam, sahagana raghunatang vitam tang sajivam. Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sagana Lalita Shri Vishakan Vitangscha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Srimate Bhaktivedanta Swamin Itinamine Namaste Sarasvate Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nivashesha Shunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Vancha Kalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha 
patitanam pavanebhyo vaishnavebhyo namo nama He Krishna Karna Sindhu Dina Bando Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gorangi Radhe Brindavaneshvari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shiva Sariko Rabhaktavinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Okay, today we're going to get some more instructions from for the mind to the mind Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur Ki Jai Kalyana Kalpataru Upadesha Song number 17 uh, There are going to be after this two more songs in this section and then it will continue from there with the next section of Kalyana Kalpataru mm. We may recall from the previous song something. Um, well, let's see if anyone can recall something from the previous song. Other than that it was a prayer to the mind. <laughs> anyone have any, any point that stuck out for you from last last year last not last year last week's song i had a note here but i don't know how to find it now it was a lot about bad association don't keep bad association it's not going to help our devotional service. Um, rather, he says at the end, uh, what is it? Akaitaba Shantababa. Keep association with those who are Akaitaba, who are not uh, deceptive or cheating. And Shantababa. Um, those who are peaceful. And thus it will be possible to cultivate the garden of devotional service. In today's song, he starts out, Mana 
ktoré boli jej boroto, a pak boja se hoj, bančita, bančaka pají, bykajíle nidža švatantrata. My dear mind, I have this message to convey to you. Alas, how remorseful it is, how terrible it is, how lamentable it is, that you have sold your own individuality and freedom to choose intelligently due to being cheated by other cheaters who dissuade you away from the path of spiritual life given you by your guru. At your tender, immature stage of spiritual realization, you listen to such cheaters only to be misled from the true path. So again, it's going to be about association, bad association, and what should be avoided. Um, let's see if we can figure out any of the words. Um, a bharata. Apakka, I think means not cooked. Individual freedom, mm, let's see. Mm. Nija Svatantrata, okay. And that's also very Sanskritic. Uh, there's Paratattva, uh, sorry, Paratantra, and there's Svatantra. And uh, this extra ta on the end, it would actually have a, be a long A, svatantra ta. Um, it makes it an abstract noun in Sanskrit. So it's, uh, hmm. Svatantra means independent. Svatantra ta means independence. And nija svatantrata means your own independence. <laughs> um, so you've given this up, mm. cheated by other cheaters. Okay, I think vanchita means cheated. Vanchaka by. A vanchaka would be a cheater. Apakka bayase would be, I suppose, yes, in your immature um, stage of spiritual life is the translation. It can also mean um, in your youth. Apakka can mean immature. Bayase can mean in in a year, which is not mature. Um Bikaile, I think, like you've you've given up your independence. Sampradaye dosha buddhi. In this version, it's a little bit misspelled. Shouldn't be b h u d d i. It's just b u d d h i. 
Sampradaye dosha buddhi jani tumi atma shuddhi koribare hoile shabdan. Shabdan. This is a nice word. Mm, meaning, pay attention. Su abadan. Na nile tilakamala tyajile dikshar jala nije koile nabina nidan. You now have a new talent for finding faults with the society of devotees. Samprandaye dosha buddhi here. Your intelligence is directed to finding dosha, finding faults. Um, constantly trying to be aware of these minor faults that you find. Mm. You become very careful to try to purify yourself. To me, atmashudhi. Uh, Hoile um, shabdan. So shabdan here is the careful. So avadan. Na nile tilakmala. Wearing neck beads no longer, marking your forehead with tilak no longer. You have now made up your own new set of rules and regulations. Mm. Na nile tilak mala, not wearing tilak and mala, tyajile dikshar Nije koile nabin nidan. Nabin nidan would be your own uh, rules, new rules, your own, you've made your own new rules. Or it's not past tense, it's um, you would make your own rules. Something like that. <laughs> Purva mote talidiya nija moto prachariya nije avatar buddhi dori. Dear mind, you artificially agree with your former opinion, but you really don't accept or follow it, and instead you broadcast your own whimsical philosophy just to establish yourself as some sort of incarnation. Purvamate talidiya. So seeming as putting on as if you're keeping your... Um, previously held understanding nijamata your own your own mentality sorry your own philosophy your own doctrine your own opinion pracharya uh, preaching your own idea nije avatar buddhi doriya uh, in your mentality buddhi here is like mentality, uh, that you are an avatar. 
Doria uh, carrying that mentality. Then Brotachar na maile purbapata jole dile mahajone brahm drishtikori. Um, trying to find mistakes in the spiritual process and activities um, of the great devotees. Um, Brat Achar might be great devotees. You completely toss out your previous spiritual path. Oh, Mahajani is great devotees. Brahmdrishti Korim Brataacharnami. I don't know exactly how that works. Uh, you completely toss out your pre- previous spiritual path as rubbish, as garbage, neglecting all of your former vows and practices. Okay, so Brata Achar, your vows and practices, na maile, you don't practice them. Uh, you would not practice them, purvapachajaledile. Um, your poor, your previous path, you throw it out. Jaledile, mm. P- putting in water. I don't know. Um, then fourth verse. Ponta, Ponta, Diksha, Mala or Dikka, Mala Dori, Dhurta Kore, Su, Chaturi, Tai, Tahe, Tomar, Biraga. You have become most displeased because you think that Tilak initiation. And neck beads are accepted only, only by sly, cunning cheaters. Hmm. Uh, so durta, I think, means sly or cunning. Hmm. So ponta uh, would mean tilak, like urdva pundra. Mm. Uh, diksha ma- mala dori, so doria, so wearing, wearing tilak uh, or holding tilak and diksha and mala. Durta kore su chaturi. I don't know this. Su chaturi. Tai tahe tomar biraga. Mm. Your your biraga, your detachment, I guess. Mahaj, mahajan pate dosha dakiya tomarosha pota prati charo anuraga. You become angry, rosha. When you find some insignificant fault, dosha, with the process of uh, the, that's misspelled, uh, with the great souls, 
And thus you reject all attachment to the path, anuraga, charo. You reject uh, attachment, pataprati, with regard to uh, the path. Akon dakohobai sharna chori loile chai ihakal ihakal parakal jai. Now just see here, dear brother. Dakohobai. Akon, now. Your present life as well as your future life are at stake. Ihakal parakal jai. You have renounced pure gold, swarna chari, chariya, to take some worthless ashes, loile chai. I guess chai is ashes. Kapata bolila shobe, bakati ba pele kabe. Dehante ba kihabe upai. Everyone says that you are bogus. <laughs> so kapata uh, means bogus. Bolila shobe. Uh, everyone says. Everyone says you are bogus if you don't accept the process of bona fide devotional service. Bhakti va pele kobe. Then how will you be delivered at the time of your death? De hante va ki habe upai. What will be? What will be the the means? Upai the the process the means. Uh, for for you te hante at the end at the end of life. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see what we can do with this in the voice. Hare Krishna Maharaj, Sugopi here. Hare Krishna, Sugopi. Yes, uh, uh, you said that Sushatari is uh, cunning. Um, it is in the fourth paragraph, Sushatari. Yeah, Sushatari. I wasn't sure. Is it? Yes, like Chotur is to be uh, like to be clever. Uh-huh. Sometimes not in a good sense. Uh-huh. Uh, and Sushatari is, is cunning. Very, uh, and, uh, and that is iha kal parakal like now iha is this moment kal right and parakal is the, the future moment yeah okay good thank you yeah sorry i'm not uh, putting on my video <laughs> yeah. that's all right okay. you're in govardhan are you in govardhan or you're you're in brindavan now Yes, Maharaj. Uh, I did Govardhan Parikrama from Radhakun to Radhakun today. Oh, and, uh, my daughter. Yes. Very nice. And it was very good and a bit resting right now, but I just yeah. remembered that it's time that I should. <laughs> <laughs> I joined a little late. <laughs> no problem. Yes. 
we're all blessed hearing hearing your voice because you have you're in Vrindavan and because you've just done Govardhan Puja, Govardhan Parikrama. So that's good. <laughs> yes, I'm. I'm also blessed, Maharaj, of uh, being in this group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, Maharaj. <clears throat> okay, so a little bit this song. <clears throat> Hare Krishna, Maharaj. <clears throat> it's always hard to sing right after eating. <laughs> I just had lunch just before this. Okay. Mahana. Tore boli barata apaka bayase hoy banchita banchaka pai apaka bayase hoy Manchita banchaka pai Vika ile nija sar tantrata Vika ile nija sar tantrata Sampradaye dosha buddhi janitumi atma shudhi Sampradaye dosha buddhi janitumi atma shudhi kori bade Hoyle Shabha Dhan Kori Bade Hoyle Shabha Dhan Nani Le Tilaka Mala Jaji Lady Shajala Nani Laka Mala Jaji Lady Shajala Nije Koile Nabina Nida Niche koile nabina nida. Purba mate talidia. Nija mata prachariya. Purba mate. Talidia Nija 
मत प्रचारिया अवध बुद्धि डोरी नीचे अवध बुद्धि डोरी व्रत नामाइले पूर्व पत जले दिले व्रत नामाइले पूर्व पत जले दिले महाजने ब्रह्म दृष्टि महाजने ब्रह्म दृष्टि अंतिक मालखोटरी धूर्त खोरे सुमारी महाजन पथे दोषा डकिया थो महाजन पथे दोषा डकिया थो प्रति चारो अनुरा प्रति चारो अनुराग देहांते बाकी हवे उपाया 
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Rama, Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna. Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama. Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Rama Hare Hare. Shila Bhakti Vinod Takura Ki Jai. Yeah, I was thinking this is such a song. One feels it's specifically meant for devotees who have given up the practices of bhakti for whatever reason they think they should do so. <laughs> um, I almost, I get the sense that Bhaktivinoda Thakur had similar experience of people taking up the path and then giving it up after some time. So perhaps the same thing we see today at times, unfortunately, uh, nowadays sometimes. It's uh, unfortunate when someone gives up Krishna conscious practices and and association for whatever. Prabhupada said there's really only one reason uh, for giving up Krishna consciousness, and that's sense gratification. <laughs> but um, there's 
infinite sorts of ideas of what is sense gratification. Uh, and it seems like this song is meant for them. So if you know someone who has unfortunately given up the path, you can send them a copy of this song. <laughs> Maybe this will help jolt them back. Uh, yeah. And beside that, pray for them, wish them the best, and um, be hopeful one day, yeah, sooner or later, they will say, recognize, okay, actually, this material effort I'm trying to make, it's not working. I tried, but it's failed. So with my tail between my legs, I go back and take shelter of the Vaishnavas. Srila Bhaktivinodakur ki jai. So, again, welcome to everyone, all of you who have joined us in the last few minutes. Uh, as I mentioned in the beginning, today we have a special guest, a surprise guest, coming, uh, joining us in less than half an hour. And uh, before that, I see uh, your question, uh, Sita Sundari, but uh, I may get to this, but let's see, because first I want to see if anybody wants to share something. Uh, how do we get back? Yeah. Let's see if somebody has something, some news. Um, we all have the news that this is Kartik month, the month of Kartik. And uh, I had, uh, I asked for and received a very brief astrological explanation for why Kartik is special. Um, but would that be something, uh, Rasodadi Hari, are you there? Would that be something you'd like to explain? Um, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear yeah. you. Uh, astrologically, I don't think that there is any special thing. <laughs> it's completely spiritual <laughs> oh okay <laughs> that's also good <laughs> yeah. uh, but the, the word kartik is related to the kritikas right and the kritikas yeah. are stars uh, and they are also I understand the wives of the sages the mm -hmm. seven sages and um the month has to do, as I understood, has to do with the full moon, um, the moon being in this constellation. Um, I don't know if it's during the whole month or what, but uh, in any case, and especially the full moon at the beginning and the end, I believe was explained to me is especially sort of... Uh, 
giving uh, good influence throughout the months, something like that. Does that make sense? It, start, it started on Kartika, that's true. Uh, Kartika Nakshatra, Moon is one is, was in Kartika Nakshatra, that is true, but therefore it's Kartika. Oh, okay. Full moon, uh, but usually because we are Godia Vaishnavas, we start the day after. <laughs> like Guru Purnima, then we start New Year day after. I see, okay. But not on, on Purnima, we can take vow. Okay, all right. Hare Krishna, can I have a question, please? A question? I don't know. It depends yeah, if it's Rasodadi. one that I can answer, but it's probably not. So. To Rasodadi and probably to you also. Oh. Uh, I, did hear, I did hear that uh, this period now is actually the um, Dakshinayana from 21st of uh, June to 20th of December. And it is very, very inauspicious time. Everything is more difficult to do, but we have now these periods of Kartik and uh, <laughs> I mean, different months which are very auspicious. So I'm not sure this is a true. I, I just heard from some Karmi astrologers. Maybe you can confirm this. Uttarayana is very auspicious. Everything is more easy to do. <laughs> but yeah, in, it's when, when the demigods are supposed to sleep six months of our six months. So it is not so auspicious, but I don't, it's very general. And, you know, there are many other things which are more important, I guess. <laughs> okay. Well, like Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita that uh, of the months, he's a Mirgashirsh. Margus, Margus, Margus. Yeah, it comes in 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 um, December. Ah. So, so it is also it is also demigods are still sleeping. So, well, maybe it's good that they're sleeping, uh, <laughs> so that they don't uh, interfere with our efforts to advance in spiritual life, because they might otherwise be envious and try to make obstructions. <laughs> Yes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Uh, where is our other astrologer? Vrindapati is not with us today. Anyway, what do we care about astrology, right? <laughs> Bharaj, uh, there's special practice in India on Sharad Purnima, the Purnima just we had, mm -hmm. that they prepare white sweet rice kheer, yeah, uh, yes. payasam, Oh, yeah. And they put it under the moonlight, and uh, they say that the moon showers special nectar uh, into that uh -huh. uh, kheer. So they, they generally make something white. Yeah. In Bengal, they prepare co coconut laddus. Uh -huh. uh, yes, so something white, and they wear white on Sharad Purnima. Oh, so I don't know okay. the real uh, yeah, reason behind it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, thank you. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I remember, I haven't somehow done it in recent years, but when I, in the early years, every, every year in the temple, we would put out sweet rice under the moon. Yeah, that's a thing to do. Probably the, whatever animals are around will feast on it, but that's okay.
anyone else have something for sharing, for telling, for, for, uh, yeah, sharing and telling, telling and telling, showing and telling, sharing and telling. No? Everyone's being very quiet, very reserved. Okay, uh, let me, excuse me, briefly, let's see if I have this here. Um, here it is, okay. Uh, I just want to a little bit go through the first of the eight prayers of the Sri Dhammadurashtakam because I found uh, the commentary. Uh, this must be from Hari Bhakti Vilasa that Srila Sanatanga Swami compiled and um, the commentary may or may not be directly from him. It may be from a disciple of his. But a few interesting points are here. Um, so the verse you may know goes like this. Namam Ishvaram Satchit Anandarupam Lasat Kundalam Gokule Brajamanam Yashoda Biolukalat and Havamanam Param Rishtam Atyantato Drutyagopya. I bow down to the Supreme Controller Sri Damanar, whose form is the embodiment of eternity, knowledge, and bliss. His glistening earrings swing playfully to and fro upon his cheeks. He manifests super excellent pastimes in Gokula, stealing fresh butter suspended from the rafters of the Gopi storeroom. In fear of Mother Yashoda, he jumps down from a wooden grinding mortar and quickly runs away. She runs swiftly after him and finally catches him from behind. Um, now, we've been talking about hermeneutics, and more specifically, we started talking about the idea of Siddhanta and how Siddhanta is a good thing. Uh, the point will be developed in that whole hermeneutics teaching that one thing we want to do when we uh, hear a statement is try to understand how it fits into Siddhanta, how it, how it aligns with Siddhanta. Um, and so we can think about that also in relation to this verse. This, we can take this as an example of doing such an exercise. So I'll just uh, read through, I guess, part of the commentary that highlights this. The specific attributes of the absolute truth of the Lord, tattva vishesha, are addressed first. So tattva vishesha, this is a kind of technical term. Uh, vishesha can mean <clears throat> specific, and tattva can mean attributes or 
uh, characteristics. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So this verse is is dealing with that. Satyavrata Muni begins uh, with Namami, the offering of obeisance as an auspicious invocation, Mangalacharna. Uh, he invokes the mercy of Lord Damodar to empower him to offer this prayer by the word Ishvara, hmm. the Supreme Controller. Uh, it also indicates that the Supreme Lord alone is worthy of the highest praise and further implies the specific nature of devotional service, bhakti. So all of that is packed into the word Ishvara according to the commentary. Uh, but in terms of Siddhanta, of course, it's uh, recognizing there is a Supreme Lord. Uh, this is... Uh, one of the basic principles of Siddhanta, especially if we go to Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur's uh, Dasha Mula Tattva, the ten principal uh, tattvas or truths. Um, the Lord ma manifests himself in a form that embodies eternal existence, knowledge, and bliss, Sachit Ananda Rupam. Thus, his supreme sovereignty is established. Okay, so, so we're getting uh, the sort of mm, uh, first step in Sambandha, uh, understanding uh, Sambandha Jnana, uh, which several, most of the principles of, uh, of uh, Siddhanta, these ten principles, are following, or are illuminating. They're about Sambandha, and then there's Abhideya, I believe. There are two, and then there's Prayojana, there's one. Um, so... Um, Okay, now the next line, Lasat Kundalam Gokule Brajamanam. The attribute of his enchanting beauty, Rupa Vishesha, is described next. As he runs from Mother Yashoda, his earrings begin to swing back and forth, Lasat Kundalam. Uh, the earrings naturally sport up on his cheeks as he plays in the courtyard of Mother Yashoda. Um, and then it goes on to explain more about his ornaments and how they're fortunate because they're touching uh, the Lord, but especially his ear ornaments are fortunate because they're touching his cheeks constantly, kissing his, um, his cheeks. Uh, and then it goes on. I don't. I don't want to uh, spend so much time with this. But uh, where is it? It goes on. Gokule Brajamanam is, of course, indicating the residence, which is Gokula, and this is where the Lord displays His most 
splendorous, his most beautiful, luminous pastimes. Um, and it's also indicating that this is a place where there are cows and cowherds. Um, and so the Parivara Vishesha. So we had Tattva Vishesha, Rupa Vishesha, now we have Parivara Vishesha, uh, the specifics about his associates uh, is indicated just by this expression, Gokula Vrachamana, Gokule Vrachamana. And then the last two lines are describing his Lila Vishesha, uh, a special, um, specific, we can say, attributes of his Lila and so it's describing the Leela of Mother Yashoda chasing Krishna, which is ironic because what is the first line telling us? Namam ish, namami, namami Ishvaram. I'm offering obeisance to the Lord, who is Sachitananda Rupam, who is <clears throat> none other than the very form of Sachit and Ananda. Uh, but um, but then in the third line, Yashoda Bio Ulukalat Davamanam. What is he doing? He's running. But why is he running? He's Bia. He is fearful. And why is he fearful? Or who is he fearful of? Yashoda. And so he's running from what? Ulukalat, uh, from the wooden grinding mortar. Uh, so like that, uh, this pastime, so much is packed into one verse in this way. Uh, nice meditation for us in this month. Okay, now um, I wanted to see if we can address Sita's question briefly. In the Gita, Krishna explains that for a doubting mind, there is no peace, whether in this world or the next. Um, I hope I got it right. Srila Prabhupada says that doubting is a sign of intelligence. So does Krishna refer to doubting as not being able to be decisive? For example, a person who keeps doubting whether Krishna really exists or even in material life, to be in the situation of not being able to make any real commitment can be painful and prevents one from leading a life with full presence. Well, I think you're answering your own question. <laughs> yes, it seems there can be different sorts of doubt, uh, different qualities of doubt, I would say doubt, which is genuinely inquiring with the purpose of resolving the doubt, uh, with the aim of resolving the doubt, is showing intelligence. And the sort of doubt uh, which is kind of making a religion out of being doubtful Agnosticism, we may say, is just that. Uh, it's saying, I, 
I'm not convinced that God exists and I don't see any way of being convinced. If you find a way for me to be convinced, then I might be convinced, but basically I'm not looking for, I'm not expecting it. <laughs> uh, there's, uh, yeah, we were watching a, a discussion between His Holiness Sri Dayananda Goswami and one scholar uh, who is a hardcore skeptic. Uh, rather unpleasant discussion, I have to say, because this fellow just absolutely was not uh, going to yield an, um, an inch. He, he, he would not, he was going, he, he was fixed in his skepticism, in his doubt. Um, I mean, he, he had indeed uh, a, a certain, he certainly had a good power of reasoning and that was present, that was evident. Uh, but uh, Ridayananda Maharaj was trying to sort of bring him to a higher level of, uh, of being more reflective uh, to get off of his sort of gross empiricist uh, understanding of reality. Uh, but he just didn't want to do that. Um, there's another way of understanding doubt uh, which I found helpful, and I'm, I, maybe you've all heard, but uh, it's something I read uh, from one Orthodox Christian, from the Greek Orthodox uh, tradition, uh, from Callistos, Professor Callistos Ware. I sat in on a couple of his lectures in Oxford, um, in one of his books, he, he says to the effect that uh, faith is always in dialogue with doubt. Now, one could take that, that that means we're going to always be doubtful. Um, no, because in the Gita, we understand several times that one can overcome all doubt. Krishna can remove all doubt from a person. But uh, in that case, I would say the doubt is located in, outside of oneself, but it's present. There will always be uh, someone who is doubting. And then faith, our faith, if we encounter that person, we are encountering doubt. Uh, or we can say more broadly, just uh, the whole process of preaching is an encounter between faith and doubt. Um, and and that's, um, that's not a problem for the person with faith. The person with faith uh, can strengthen his or her doubt by interacting with the situation of doubt. Um, I don't know if that addresses your question, though. Sita's keeping quiet. Thank you very much. Thank you. Hello. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's a bigger, bigger subject, certainly. Um, 
Okay, we just have a minute. Let's see how punctual our surprise guest is. Very punctual. Oh, you're so punctual. His Holiness Jayadveta Swami Maharaj Ki Jai. Krishna Kshetra Maharaj Ki Jai. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Thank you so much for joining us at this uh, quite early hour for you. And probably cutting right through the middle of your time of morning sadhana. Well, it's Bhagavatam class. Oh, so okay. It's fine. <laughs> Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudeva. <laughs> For those of you who have no idea who is Jayadveta Swami, let me say a few words of introduction and then we'll see what happens. We like to play it by ear. Uh, but first of all, uh, according to etiquette as I have learned it, one introduces the juniors to the senior first. So I'm not going to go through all of those. <laughs> that would take all our time. So I'll just say, here they all are. <laughs> all means whoever shows up uh, on Saturday at this time of day. And yeah, we usually have a fairly regular group. Um, we're a bit spread around. Some of us are, most of us are in Europe. Uh, there are sometimes a few in, uh, in the U.S., a handful, and another handful down in Argentina and, the, and Brazil. And uh, we have also Beijing is tuned in, and we also have Dubai, right? And uh, wherever else I'm forgetting. Um, yeah. So, who is this Jayadveta Swami? He's one of the earliest of Srila Prabhupada's disciples to become a disciple. Um, and he tells that story in his book, Vanity Karma, which I understand you're going to give a new name to when it's reprinted. Is that right? We're going to keep the same name, but we're going to give it a subtitle. How is living even worth it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> How is living even worth it? Oh, I think that isn't that already on it? Uh, I just got a Kindle edition a few days um, ago. It shouldn't be there. Oh, okay. That's the, that's the title. Anyway, some subtitle I think is there. Um, yes. So Jayadveta Maharaj joined in New York in no, no other place than 26 Second Avenue. Uh, so right there in the original preaching center, as we say. Um, and fairly soon after that, if I'm now you have to correct me, uh, you found yourself in Boston uh, with ISKCON Press, is that right? 
Uh, it was a, a, quite a while later, actually. It was oh. maybe maybe a year um, or so later, because the press first was in um, New York, the press activities. Uh-huh. And then they moved up to Boston. So when things shifted to Boston, I shifted to Boston. Uh-huh. So, um, but speaking of ISKCON Press... Most of you may not know that there existed such a thing because you may only know that there is uh, the Bhaktivedanta Book Trust, which was established later. Uh, which year was that that the BBT was established? Um, maybe it was 1972. I'm not quite sure. Uh-huh. I'd have to look. Anyway. Early 70s. And um, Jaidveta Maharaj has been very much involved with the BBT over so many decades, I would say, um, especially as an editor and as a trustee of the BBT. How many trustees are there? Um, let me think about it. There's um, one for North America, two for Europe. Um, well, let me do it a different way. Pramamurta, <laughs> Narayashar, Madhusevita, Suvas Prabhu. Um, Bhima? No, um, he's not. The Indian Indian organization exists separately. Oh, it doesn't okay. um, work under the global BBT. Uh-huh. It's its own idea. Um, Govardhan Prabhu from South Africa. Uh-huh. Narayan. Narayan uh, Prabhu is a, the manager of, of the Far East Middle East edition, uh, uh-huh. division, but he's not a trustee. Uh-huh. Um, Hanuman Prabhu for Latin America. Oh, yeah. And maybe now I've got everyone. Okay. Yeah, so, and and you're retired, I believe, from the BBT, isn't it? Yes, out to pasture. <laughs> out to pasture. <laughs> and glad to be, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> I think Krishna's desire, you, we... Uh, we may be glad or, or half glad or whatever it is, but we <laughs> things around. We, we go with it. Uh, Jayadveta Maharaj is a writer, quite prolific writer, I would say. Um, maybe before that, I should say you were the chief ed- editor-in-chief of Back to Godhead magazine for umpty nine years, right? Well, I was the assistant ed- editor first under Satsurut Maharaj for uh-huh. quite a long time. Then I was editor-in-chief for, for a while. Okay. For, for some years, yes. And, um, and speaking of BTG, Back to Godhead magazine, uh, you wrote umpty nine articles published in Back to Godhead, right? Uh, I think I... Yeah, I wrote some, not um team. But, so. He is being humble. <laughs> oh, they're, they're countable. 
Um, and you've also written books. Um, I mentioned already Vanity Karma, and I want to come back to that soon because I think that's interesting. Uh, you also wrote a, a little book. You also wrote a very small book some years ago called Plain Vanilla. Yeah, um, that's really a um, a couple of articles that that I wrote, um, which someone put into a, a book. Oh, okay. Um, but I think it makes a you know decent book. Um, plain vanilla and plain vanilla made plainer. <laughs> and what was the subject, or what was the essential? The, the subject message? was the uh, the curious idea that after Srila Prabhupada's departure, he um, is he continues to initiate direct disciples for the next. Uh, 10,000 years or till the end of, of Kali Yuga, till uh, Kalki Avatar comes and destroys everything, uh -huh. um, or however long. Uh, Prabhupada continues to have uh, to initiate direct disciples. So that's yeah. that idea is the subject matter. So what the, we uh, sometimes call the Ritvik idea. Yeah. <laughs> the, the first article actually in the book is called Where the Ritvik People Are Wrong. And the second yeah. one, where they're right. Uh, yeah, I wrote, I think that may not have been put in the book, but I, oh. yes, I also wrote one. Um, it's a much shorter article, but... Um, but yeah. <laughs> it's shorter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so you, you don't shy away from controversy um, when you think it's... So, yeah, I mean, sometimes it's good to shy away from controversy. You don't waste your time with, yeah. with useless controversy. But um, when it's deserving, then we sometimes jump in. Uh, you're also author of a book which is yet to appear on the subject of Kirtan Standards. Yes. I know about this because you have sent me the manuscript. Um, valuable subject suggestions for improvement. Um, you may all like to know that uh, this little book that Jaidveta Maharaj is finishing is reminding us of uh, this, the standards of kirtan that Srila Prabhupada established and and quite strongly insisted on. I think this is one of your points, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, he was uh, not uh, all permissive, uh, smiling on every new uh, creative innovation. He was quite particular about what he wanted. Yeah. And then there was space also. It's not that yeah. everything was straight-jacketed. Right. But, but he did have quite particular uh, standards. Yeah. Um, Jaidveta Maharaj is also, of course, a lecturer. He's been lecturing all these decades uh, with devotees. He's also been uh, conducting various seminars, including uh, 
I remember way back in something like 1988 in Vrindavan, um, you gave you gave a seminar on how did you title it? It was about grihasta life. Oh, uh, the, the hopes and horrors of householder life. Yeah, the hopes and horrors of householder life. And as I remember, your first um, sort of 15 minutes were about the hopes, and the, remain <laughs> <laughs> the remaining three days was about the horrors. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> of course, that could be a whole subject, um, but anyway, we'll, we'll see if we come back to that. Uh, Maharaj is also a, a teacher of Shastra within the framework of the Shastra uh, courses. There's Bhakti Shastri, Bhakti Vaibhava, and so on, Bhakti Vedanta. He's been uh, teaching in Vrindavan and also Mayapur, I think, isn't it? Yes. And... Has some of that gone online in recent months? Perhaps some of the courses have, but I haven't. Oh, okay. <laughs> they they have um, sort of drawn me in to do um, one week sessions uh, for Mayapur mm. online, um, mm. and yeah. It's interesting. Um, Maharaj is also a Padayatri, which is to say, which year was it that you went on Indian Padayatra? 85, 86. Uh-huh. Um, which I think you're, there was some, there were various motivations there, including just getting away from Crossfires of various sorts, or uh, yeah, <laughs> the, the uh, it was a very good time to get away from what was going on uh -huh. in Niskan, basically. <laughs> you could, it was an Iskan Padayatra, so you could still be in Iskan, but you were uh, off somewhere on a, a dirt road in a village someplace, or what have you, right? <laughs> on the national highway somewhere in India. <laughs> so um, and news traveled slow, so that was great. <laughs> um, I'm sure you have interesting memories about Padayatra, uh, but oh, yeah. let's see if we come back to that. Uh, one more feature I wanted to mention: Maharaj is, I would say, a. Um, how to say, a temple saver. Um, he was, yeah, I think you were the initial whistleblower, weren't you, for the uh, Brooklyn Temple situation? Yeah. Right. So it was, uh, yeah, Jayadvaita Maharaj was highly instrumental in keeping the Brooklyn Temple from, in effect, being sold out from underneath ISKCON. 
I think we can say like that. And now I think Brooklyn Temple is um, it's starting to come up again, isn't it? Yeah, I'm I'm in Brooklyn at the moment, so uh -huh. maybe um, maybe you want to say a little about that, just uh, since things kind of resumed. What's happening there? Well, the, the um, apart from sort of bringing up the standards, bringing up the cleanliness, bringing up, renovating a lot of things that had been neglected and uh, getting rid of some, some people who didn't really need to be here. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, apart from that, the, there's, there's several, th the, the one thing that's sort of the life of the party here is, is the Harinam Sankirtan party. Mm -hmm. There's there's a party that goes out every day to um, especially Union Square in New York, but other locations. Mm -hmm. And they chant for several hours a day, distribute books, and just go out, out and out and out. Mm -hmm. So that's um, that that's brought in uh, Brahmachari power in uh -huh. the uh, in the temple. Mm -hmm. There's in Mangalarti, there's like eight or ten brahmacharis there uh -huh. as against in the former days you know hardly anyone um and uh, yeah so it's got life again there's 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 people and they're enthusiastic and they're doing things there's <laughs> there, an, an initiative yes i was just gonna say and they are friendly Yes, <laughs> I, I visit. <laughs> I say that because I I visited just for a couple of hours, the Brooklyn Temple. Um, it's already two years ago, October, I think it is. Uh, but you know, there was a friendly spirit, which was painfully missing for years prior to that. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. it was refreshing to experience. <laughs> yeah, it's really. Um... It, 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 it's 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 a very conspicuous change of 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 mood of of approach. Uh, there's good governance now. You know, standard um, still needs improvement, but basic standard good governance in place. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, an encouraging mood for the devotees. There are initiatives to start um, reaching out to people beyond the Indian diaspora and um, pull together programs for them. Kanamakanan mm -hmm. Maharaj is involved. He he's, happens to be visiting right now. Ah. Um, so, so he's been injecting uh, a lot of life into things and, and practical direction, practical thought about what we want to do. We have, you know, we have a very large building mm. with um, space for, for building more on top of it if we want. Oh, is that possible? Yeah. Yeah, we were looking at alternatives. We can build on top. We can knock it all down and then start again. Uh, <laughs> there's there's what they call air rights. You know, you can yeah. build up and up. Um, all you need is a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> and also a, a vision, you know, do is that what we want to do right now? Right. Um, just build up this one place here in Brooklyn, or would we rather, you know, sort of gradually build it up and meanwhile reach out to other parts of, of New York City? 
yeah. there's a lot of different options. So they're, you know, vision questions. Uh -huh. um, how do we want to grow? Hmm. Um, maybe you can say something about 55th Street Temple. Oh, painful subject. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, let me say something, uh, a, a, a happy memory that I have from the two or three or four times that I visited there, uh, that uh, I remember that temple being full of brahmacharis with energy that was just exploding. Um, um, Niranjan Swami, at that time brahmachari, was the bhakta leader, mm. and they would have they would have kirtans uh, that were just out of this world. I mean, <laughs> they, they were... They were... Yes. It, it was like, you know, it was like... Um, it was like sports time. It was, it was you know, you got your exercise <laughs> in, the, in those kirtans. <laughs> Well, the 55th Street was the extension of Henry Street. The, from 26-2nd Avenue, we moved up the block to another place that was a little bigger on 2nd Avenue. And then after some time, uh, the temple moved to Brooklyn to a uh, place called Henry Street. Mm. And there we really had a, a rocking temple. It was fabulous. Mm. Uh, Bhavananda was the president for quite some time. Uh, and later others. And that's where his compress was set up uh, just a few blocks away. The place was full of devotees. The uh, Radha Govinda were installed there and it was just a blast really. Everybody who, who was part of that hmm. temple remembers it as being just uh, marvelous. It was uh, full of activity, full of life, full of uh, great prasadam, great kirtans, great classes. It was just... And dramas, as I heard. Drama. On Sundays, Maybe. there would always be, uh, um, you know, the boatman and the professor or whatever drama. Well, the, the culmination of, of the dramas was where the, the peak, the pinnacle was the, uh, the kidnapping of Rukmini. Oh, performed in, in, in front of Srila Prabhupada. Oh. That was the drama to end all dramas. It was so good. <laughs> huh. It was so marvelous. Uh, Rasagya, the late Rasagyadas, he was uh, Rukmini. Uh -huh. And uh, Lokamangala, of course, was uh, Rukmi, her mm -hmm. uh, not so great brother. And uh, <laughs> It, 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 Lohi talk show with Krishna. It was, it was so good. Huh. At one point, uh, Rukmini is writing a letter to to Krishna that you know I just want to serve your lotus feet, life after life, and so on. And Rasagya is speaking those lines and and looking at Prabhupada. It was <laughs> as Prabhupada said, the it's not. Just professionalism. It's it's from from the heart of the devotee. That's what gives the potency to the drama. Right. They happen to be professionally good, also, but they were 
that wouldn't have, have made it. Right. But that devotion was so wonderful. Prabhupada said the play was better than the book. <laughs> there's a, there's some humor there. <laughs> nice. And, uh, okay, maybe you don't want to talk about 55th Street. Well, we moved from, from Henry Street to uh, what Prabhupada called a skyscraper. It was, I don't know, 15 stories or I think 12. Like 12. Okay. Yeah. On uh, in in central Manhattan, uh, like about five blocks from from Central Park, right? In uh, a, a marvelous upscale location, and uh, as you said, everything was sort of jumping there. We had uh, so many wonderful kirtans. Place was full of brahmacharis, and there were householders also living on the upper floors. Um, so many different things going on. That place was, uh, and Prabhupada, of course, uh, visited there. He visited Henry Street, and he also visited 55th Street. He had an mm. apartment up on the, the top floor. So uh, that was a marvelous place. But at some point after Prabhupada's departure, the devotees felt that it was... Uh, that they couldn't maintain it, that the expenses were too high. Mm. And um, so they developed a plan to, to sell it and split into three locations, one in New Jersey where they could house the St. Kirtan party inexpensively and they could come into New York from, from there, one in upstate New York for a school, and then a small building on Seventh uh, Avenue for the... Um, for the temple and the preaching activities in Manhattan. Mm. So that was their idea. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, um, it didn't work. <laughs> they overspent for the upstate property and eventually the school closed. Oh. The property in New Jersey didn't work out for the brahmacharis oh. and it sort of lay fallow until uh, it was later until there was an influx of uh, years after some years of, of Indian people who re-energized the temple, but as a, uh, you know, not another Iskan Mandir, a very nice Iskan. That's Toako. That's Toako, mm -hmm. uh, where they're now building a, a, a bigger temple nearby. Oh. Uh, so that worked out very successful, but not, as in the, not with the original idea. It's the right. only one that worked out successful. They mm -hmm. sold the uh, 7th Avenue place um, because they found it terribly small. Oh. Um, and with the proceeds, they moved to um, here, to Brooklyn, oh. um, in what quickly became a, a very uh, rough, is probably not a good enough word for it, a grungy, uh, dangerous um, neighborhood. Yeah. You, you leave your car out on the street and... Uh, <laughs> Not find it the next morning. <laughs> well, it looked like, you know, something eaten by the beetles. It would be uh, or the, like a beetle eaten by ants. It, <laughs> just the, uh, the frame would be there. So, um, but this neighborhood later underwent a transformation and became... Um, 
full of new developments and high rise apart luxury high rise apartments and mm-hmm. offices and uh, a big uh, sports and 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 uh, sports venue where they also hold concerts and you know this kind of stuff hugely um, a huge revival in downtown Brooklyn mm. and that's when the uh, the leaders here thought well the time to cash in and go someplace else mm. um, and we won't go into all the details of that right. but it didn't happen <laughs> and now we're uh, we're happy it didn't happen I was uh, tangentially involved in that case I was asked to yes. write uh, uh, to write an expert opinion about the moving of the deities. Mm. <laughs> yes, I remember. <laughs> For whatever that was worth. Well, it was, it was valuable. The, uh, the judge decided that we shouldn't move the deities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm sure devotees would be interested to hear about your interactions with Srila Prabhupada. Okay. If you can say um, something. The first I should say that I wasn't like a big, you know, big devotee. <laughs> um, when I joined, I wasn't part of the first wave of devotees. That was Satsrup Maharaj and, and Rupanuga and Ray Rama and Hayagriva and Kirtanananda and mm-hmm. um, Shamsundar and, and uh, so on. Uh, that wave had already passed, not passed because they were still around, but um, I came later. That was like 66, 67. Mm-hmm. I came in 68. I thought by that time now, because Prabhupada had gone back to India, he'd had his heart attack, he'd gone back to Vrindavan. And I figured, you know, basically everything was all over. You know, the days when Prabhupada was there with his disciples. Uh, cooking and, and leading kirtan and all of all of that, that was gone. So I figured I'd missed everything. Hmm. Uh, but still I joined. And two months later, Prabhupada came back from India. And that's when I first came in, in touch with him. Um, and I was at, at that time now, I'm a junior devotee, really, because people like Brahmananda, uh, and our president and others had been, you know, in Prabhupada's association in, uh, intensively for a year or more. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, and I never became a GBC man or, a, you know, one of those important people. <laughs> so uh, I was just doing my service in, uh, well, first typing and then editorial work. But over time, I got... You know, it added up. I got some association with Srila Prabhupada here. I got some association there. Mm. And uh, that's, so when you look at it, it's, it's kind of like, like you say, you wrote Epitene articles. Now I wrote one for this issue. I wrote one for that issue. But after the years go by, it becomes, <laughs> ooh, you wrote a lot of articles. Right. So it's sort of like that with Prabhupada's association. But I would say, though, that my main association with Srila Prabhupada was through his writings. Mm-hmm. Um, when he came to New York, he would be there for maybe a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, 
maybe a couple of weeks. But for the whole year, I would be involved with Srila Prabhupada's uh, writing. And in those days, well, well, yeah, we would get Srila Prabhupada's tapes, the, the dictation of his, of his of Krishna book, and then of other books. Well, Krishna book mainly because later he, he brought his dictation uh, team with him. But in the early days, he used to send the dictation to uh, Boston, especially. And we would uh, sort of get, we'd be the first to, to hear what, even like Krishna's pastimes, we were unknown to the devotees. We knew something, Krishna lifted Govardhan Hill, Krishna uh, danced with the gopis, but we, there's so many pastimes we'd never heard of at all. And others that we'd never really knew the details of. And now they were coming out in Krishna book and we were getting them first. <laughs> uh, the artists, the, the editors, the, the book team, uh, we would be surrounded by these things. And then later, of course, other books um, were coming through, not the dictations, but the, the transcriptions. And so I was always involved in the books. Mm-hmm. Um, other devotees had other duties, but my duty was with the publications. Mm-hmm. So I always felt that I had Prabhupada's association more that way than, than through, more importantly, that way than through personal association. Um, I had a service connection. Uh, I got to, you know, hear from Srila Prabhupada or uh, spend time when you, when you edit, you, you know, you read every sentence like 20 times mm-hmm. uh, and you have to think about what it means, what he's saying, uh, what the point is. Um, what he intends. So I was deep in the books, which is, of course, right where I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And I always felt that it, I got more association with Sri the Prabhupada that way. One time, the whole press crew, Prabhupada, the big Ratiatra in, in America at that time, the only one of real stature, maybe the only one at all, was in San Francisco. And so we had a plan one year in Boston that we would all jump in a, in a van, all the press workers, and we would go out to San Francisco for the Ratiatra. We'd drive day and night cross country. It would take us about two and a half days. And we'd, we could be there with Srila Prabhupada for the Ratiatra in a couple of days and turn around and come back and, and back to Boston. And when Srila Prabhupada heard about it, you know, I mean, it's like, We'll get the association of a pure devotee. We'll get inspired by the Ratiatra. We'll see Lord Jagannath. When Prabhupada heard about it, he said, why do they want to do that for? He said, they should stay there and do their service. (laughs) So I always thought that was the most important thing. Now, since you asked about interactions, personal interactions, uh, yeah, after I was initiated... I was Govinda Dasi's assistant cook for two weeks in Boston. Like the day after I was initiated, I went up to Boston and Srila Prabhupada was staying in a little house. So I was assisting uh, in, in uh, cooking for him. Very simple cooking in those days. Very, very simple. Um, and uh, it was wonderful to have Prabhupada's 
close association. He at that time the the kitchen wasn't was was equipped with a, a an electric stove, <coughs> and it's hard to cook chapatis on an electric stove. <laughs> right, you have to somehow or other, you know, when you tr try to um, toast them, they they don't toast properly. And when you try to blow them up, how do you blow them up on, on an electric? <laughs> you know, it's just Kali Yuga technology. It doesn't work for chapatis very well. So two or three days, Prabhupada was getting, you know, either the chapatis become, you know, the grill becomes too hot and then everything becomes like crackers or not hot enough and everything is, is half dough. <laughs> so Srila Prabhupada was dissatisfied. So, and we're, you know, we're trying, but failing. So after two days, he said that you make the dough and then you call me. Hmm. So uh, we called him, called him just across the hallway and Prabhupada came in. And the first thing he did is he took a pan and turned it upside down and put it on top of the, one of the burners. Hmm. So now the bottom of that pan is getting even heat rising from the uh, ele heating element. Mm. So now he's able to cook his chapatis uh, properly. <laughs> but there's a system. Some people in India know it. Uh, we certainly didn't. But there's a system where you can, you can cook like two chapatis, three chapatis, seven chapatis, eight chapatis, uh, piling them up. And that's what Prabhupada did. That to this day, I, I couldn't tell you how he did it. It was like mystic powers, although you know we know there's a system. <laughs> but you you put one side down and you you cook it, and then you put another chapati on top, and you flip them. So now you've got a new side down, and then you add a third one, and you 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 get the side that hadn't been done before on the other one. And you're building up and you're like five or seven of them. So there's always a new side hitting the fire and there's always a, a finished chapati coming off. And that's how Prabhupada was doing it. And Govindadasi and I were rolling chapatis and, and we couldn't keep up. Prabhupada, faster, faster. You know, we could barely keep up. <laughs> so Prabhupada's cooking them that way. They're all, you know, perfectly working out. And they're all and puffing do, up. Well, it, we haven't gotten to that yet. Now you have to puff them up. Oh. So Prabhupada took a grill out of the oven ah. and put it over, you know, the two burners on the on the left side of the stove mm. and threw his chapatis on top of that. The heat is rising, hitting the grill or rising through the grill and all the, every chapati is blowing up. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Almost mystical. Almost mystical. Uh, faster, faster. <laughs> <laughs> so Prabhupada got his chapatis by making them himself. Yes. And then we made them, but not stacking them. But we, uh, after that, we continued. You did catch, you were able to catch how to do it, and it worked. Yes. Okay. Yeah, the system, at least for at least one at a time, we were able to do. Nice. The, uh, yes. No, go ahead. 
the one time I, I burned some vegetable. I didn't serve it to Srila Prabhupada, but he was aware that a portion of vegetable had burned. So he, you know, when I came into his room, why this vegetable is burned? Oh. You have no brain. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, lambasted me, <laughs> which I felt, you know, a little guilty about because I, was, I felt fortunate that I was getting lambasted. <laughs> Feeling guilty for feeling fortunate for, for being yes. lambasted. <laughs> That's a good one. Yes. <laughs> uh, the complexities of spiritual life. Yes. Um, how about uh, uh, some memory that you like to share from Padayatra? Padayatra was... I was so fortunate to be able to go. Um, the it wasn't just that I that things were were uh, disturbed in ISKCON, but it, it, it was a wonderful program. Lokanath Maharaj had devised this. Actually, Prabhupada had asked him, had talked with him about doing Padayatra. Had assigned him to do Padayatra in India, and then this idea came up for the. 500th anniversary of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to do a Padayatra throughout India following Lord Chaitanya's uh, South Indian travels, his, his, his travels in India. Uh, so it was quite a big production with an elephant and a, a dioramas, displays pulled by a tractor and uh, a bullock cart with the deities on it and devotees from different countries. So, um, and, uh, you know, quite an adventure. So I was doing BBT work in Europe at the time. And I thought if I weren't doing this, this work, it would be so good if I could go, I could go. And then there was one thing led to another and I got to go. And the, I remember I joined just near Guru Vayur, which is in, uh, Kerala, Kerala. Mm -hmm. on the southwest coast. And uh, somehow or other, I caught up with the party. And I, I thought this Padayatra is going to be, you know, real heavy austerity. But, you know, anyway, I'm sannyasi, I'm meant for austerity. And I caught up with the devotees, and they were having a huge feast in uh, this one host's uh, pavilion, sort of, you know, steel tallies with so many different <laughs> items. So that was my introduction to Padayatra. Uh, but sometimes it would be like that. There'd be, you know, so many, uh, such a grand reception and, and grand prasadam and all of that. And sometimes it would be, you know, catchers catch can. It would be quite austere. It would be very simple. Um, Sometimes we'd just do our own cooking. And our own cooking, of course, meant the Indian devotees cooking with, uh, you know, heavy subjis with, with uh, oil in, in, in uh, abundance. And it, it would be so heavy that, you know, I couldn't even look at it. <laughs> what to speak of eating. <laughs> what to speak of eating. So anyway, we, uh, we had our arrangements. But it, it was a wonderful program. It was a Sankirtan Padayatra. The idea was not just to travel and see places, 
but to spread the chanting of Hare Krishna. Mm -hmm. So we had uh, Nittai Gaur on the uh, their their traveling temple on the on the bullock cart, and and the bullocks. Was it Krishna and Balaram were the two bullocks at that time? I don't remember Krishna and Balaram being their names, but they there were more than two, actually. We had um, three or four, because we used to trade them off sometimes. Uh-huh. You know, when the journey was long, we'd, we'd hitch a new set. Um, but they in South India, they were, they were quite the attraction, because we had these Saurastrian bulls with... Oh yeah, big, huge horns. Yeah, yeah. And in in South India, Concrete. Excuse me. Concrete is the so, breed. It's ah. called Concrete, I think. Uh huh. And in South India, as you know, they they have these small cows. They're yeah, kind of like cows. deer almost. You know, they're <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> little. So the farmers would see. You know, in our evening program, we would we keep the the uh, bulls tethered someplace and the farmers would come and stare at them and <laughs> yeah. sometimes they they touch their horns to see if the <laughs> horns were real <laughs> and the uh and there was an the elephant children would, there was an elephant and so you know when we come by sometimes the children hati hati they'd see the elephant they'd They'd get excited. And the deer sometimes, the deer, the, the little cows that were like deer, they'd get excited sometimes and they'd run, you know, they'd, <laughs> they'd panic. <laughs> and some poor farmer's cart would overturn. And, you know. <laughs> but we would travel down the road and, and chant. Mm-hmm. Um, we would have kirtan. Um, Jayapataka Maharaj provided usually um, some Bengali devotees who were the best kirtan leaders oh, uh, on our yeah. party. And Jai Vijay Prabhu uh, was there? Jai Vijay was the, sort of the manager there. Mm-hmm. Uh, later, Bhadra Prabhu uh, would, uh, took up the, the work of the advanced party, the, the party that goes ahead and sets things up. Um, and his son was there, um, Bhadra's son, Vishwambar, who at that time was like a little kid in, in, in diapers and who's now a, a big famous Kirtan leader. Mm, but yeah. uh, back in, the, but he showed his, his uh, propensities, as we say, yeah. uh, he, there he is, you know, in his diapers, grabbing a microphone and chanting Hare Krishna. <laughs> <laughs> Foreshadowing his future uh, direction in life. Yeah. Very the, nice. um, Oh yeah, it, it, it was. And sometimes we get great receptions, Purnakumba, Brahmins from uh, Ranganath Temple coming out to meet the devotees and giving us a, a special tour of the temple and so on. Mm. Um, and at Jagannath Temple, we were, uh, of course, uh, ex- it kept out, but there was like, um, what would you say? There was this building anxiety on the, on the part of the the, the Savites of the Jagannath Temple mm. that we were going to come and try and storm the temple. All these uh, foreigners were coming with a padayatra, you know, a mob, and we were going yeah, to storm yeah. the Jagannath Temple. So they, <laughs> they formed a uh, Jagannath Temple Protection Committee, I think it was called. 
Oh. <laughs> and, uh, you know, to, to sort of fortify the, the scene of, of the, the uh, intended invasion. <laughs> and there, there was a, a, a one Mr. Patanayak, um, J.B. Patanayak, I think, He'd been like a very famous um, leader in, in Odia politics. He'd been part of the, the, the original um, Gandhi's freedom movement and all of that. Very famous person. And he'd retired from public office and was running a newspaper. And he started running full page stories, um, not stories, editorials, advocating that we should be allowed to enter the Jagannath temple. Oh. And... Uh, then the Salites would publish a, you know, a, a counter argument or would write a counter argument. He would publish <laughs> it and then publish an answer to it. You know, he would respond in even more forcefully. So it was, it was really uh, quite wonderful. That I way. wonder if that's all been archived. I don't know. That would be very interesting. Yes, indeed. Indeed. I, it must be in the archives of that newspaper, I would hope. Mm. At least, yeah. Um, and there, you know, there are records of, of aspects of the Padayatra, and there's a there's somebody who's in charge of that. Mm-hmm. But um, every day something was happening, and so how much was preserved? Right. Uh, no, but such a such an article back and forth that would be. Oh yeah. Of quite some historical significance i would say yes yes actually so um actually so and then of course we we arrived at at uh at jagannath puri you know every day we're getting closer getting closer getting closer and we finally arrived and we you know held a procession circumambulated the temple Hare krishna <laughs> chanted the kirtan and that was it and they're glaring at us you know the pujaris are there and the different gates glaring at the kirtan <laughs> Yeah, but it was a, it was a wonderful experience and um, something I could recommend to any devotee who wants to to um, get closer to to India mm-hmm. because we were not sometimes we were in the cities but mostly we were traveling in the villages mm-hmm. and staying in the villages and that's you know it said India lives in her villages yeah you get to see the the way of life how people um, interact, how, what people do, how people live, um, what, what people are like, their, their, their spirit, um, what kind of food, and, and, you know, from village to village to village, mm. uh, what kind of customs, what kind of, uh, how they treat sadhus. Mm. You know, so much we, we got to, um, to see and learn. And I guess yeah. you did get your share of austerities in the course yeah. of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it yeah, wasn't we, all we silver tallies. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, but, um, yes, it, it was sometimes austere. Uh, maybe. But all things considered, it was wonderful. Yeah. I'm just realizing how quickly our time is passing. Um, I wanted to hear you speak about vanity karma a little bit. And um, as a starter, um, 
some devotees will be familiar and others may not of the biblical book of what in English is called Ecclesiastes. Um, I know it from my childhood. I was going to a Protestant Christian Sunday school and we were exposed uh, minimally to this. But my maybe kind of stronger exposure came as a teenager with the, I don't know if it was a hit song, but I didn't hear Pete Seeger's version, but I heard the birds' version. So there was yes, this rock, rock, folk rock song, yeah. uh, and I really liked that song. <laughs> I thought it was really nicely done. And it's taken straight out of uh, the book of Ecclesiastes, which begins, I have it here, this, se this section, which is in chapter 3. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. And they would add turn, turn, turn uh, as a kind of uh, repetition, refrain. A time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up. And it goes on like that uh, a few more lines. And what Maharaj has done with this, he's taken the entire book of Ecclesiastes and written a Vaishnava commentary on, uh, if not every single verse, groups of verses. Um, in effect, I would say, um, taking the message of Kohelet, the, uh, the speaker of the, of, the, of the book of Ecclesiastes, taking that as a springboard and saying, well, um, good try. <laughs> good try at, you know, uh, at giving some wisdom, but uh, you, you, you didn't really... Mm, you didn't really leave us with very much, and what you what you missed out on was the following. And then you're explaining um, Bhagavad Gita. Well, in, in fairness, in, in fairness, I think um, there's a lot where he really um, hits the nail on the head, if, as as we say. We're, mm -hmm. I, I think he the case that he lays out at the beginning of the book is um, extraordinarily um, cogent. Hmm. The, um, the 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 section that that you just read from is uh, of course a, mo a very the most loved section of the book. In, in that section, there's sort of a, a balance to all things that's uh, that divinity lends to to his creation. That God lends to His creation, and uh, it's, there's there's a sort of uh, yeah divine divine uh, 
being divine presence and a, a sort of sense that everything is in its place, God's in its heaven, all's, all's right with the world. But that's very much in contrast with the, the main, main current of the book, where starting from the beginning of the book, the, the opening words, vanity of vanity, all is vanities, all is vanity, vanity meaning uh, meaninglessness, purposelessness. Absurdity. Um, absurdity. Uh, and he, he just makes a, a ultra-powerful case for that, that your, your life is, is, my life is meaningless. Which very, no much, which very much moved you when you were, I think, 12 years old and you first heard it. You thought, yes, yeah. that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, and there are many other places there where he really has uh, wisdom to impart. The, uh, just like a simple line, better the house of mourning than the house of feasting. Hmm. For the living will take it to heart. We would agree with that. Hmm. There's much in the book that we, we would just say, uh, you know, you got it right. We, we, we're, and, and, and not just got it right, but, but deeply, you know, he's not a, a superficial fellow. He, these are deep um, thoughts, deep realizations. Yeah. But, um, so I try to appreciate um, what he said. Mm -hmm. And then, as he said, um, there are places, you know, where, where in, essentially the, the book is in dialogue with, with the speaker. And so there are places where we say exactly, as, as you pointed out, well, good try, but um, it falls short. Mm -hmm. um, where essentially his, particularly he, everything for, for him is, is taken within the context of one life. Right. There's, there's a beginning to your life. There's an end to your life. And what happens in the middle, all things considered, makes no sense. Hmm. Um, you know, everybody goes to the same grave, uh, whether you were pious or impious, whether you, you worked hard or you were a lazy bum, everyone gets the same destination, even the animals. So what, what, you know, where, how does this make any sense? Hmm. Um, and within a one life perspective, it doesn't make any sense. So, uh, there we have something uh, important to say. Mm -hmm. um, he doesn't really see a, an eternal soul moving from, you know, existing forever. He sees that there's one life, and then after that life, who knows? Mm. Uh, that's his, that's the, the um, that's, that's one of the ways in which he's limited. He also has a, a very empiric approach to trying to understand what is what, uh, and that limits him again. Mm. So, but yes, essentially my purpose is to bring uh, Krishna's message into uh, into dialogue with with the speaker. Now I see your subtitle: uh, mm. Vanity Karma, Ecclesiastes, the Bhagavad Gita, and the Meaning of Life. Yes, yes. So now you're going to replace that with... No, we're just adding one in the middle. Oh. How is living even worth it? And then Ecclesiastes, Bhagavad Oh, I see. <laughs> okay. Uh, you've gotten very good response to your book from what I read on Amazon Reviews. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, we've gotten, um, well, we got some kind endorsements from various academics. Some of them, of course, devotees, Kenneth Valpai and, and others. <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> others. <laughs> Uh, but also in, 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 uh, important academics in mm. in Hebrew studies and in, in uh, Christian biblical studies um, and other disciplines. So that's been appreciated. Um, the book did win an award from the uh, Independent uh, Book Publishers Association. Which Con- congratulations! Um, no, thank you. There uh, and there, they include. University presses, Oxford University, basically anyone who's not uh, one of the big five conglomerates oh. belongs uh-huh. uh, is entitled to belong to the Independent Book Publishers Association. Oh. And this was published by the VBT Los Angeles, is that right? Yes. yes. Which is quite a break for them, as far as I know. Yeah, yeah, they don't, uh, they're not known for undertaking. Uh, books of this nature. Uh, they haven't regretted, I presume. No, they're, they're planning a, a, a new printing. A new edition, yeah. So it's good. And um, finally, because unfortunately our time has already wound up, can you put in a plug to all the devotees present to, to write, to write for Krishna? Oh, sure. Srila Prabhupada <laughs> um, said that all of his devotees should write. Um, he said two lines, four lines, um, write your realizations. Uh, he said it may be published or not published, but all of my students should write. The, then he also said, what, what for this back to Godhead is? The, the BTG should be for a place for the, the writings of the devotees. The, when you write, you have to think. Mm, indeed. <laughs> and you, so that crystallizes your, your realization because um, there were questions earlier, I think, about doubt and uh, it's, it's being in dialogue with faith and so on. Right. So all, all of that comes in, into play when you write. Mm-hmm. Uh, and your intelligence, it becomes uh, employed, gainfully employed. <laughs> right. <laughs> and intelligence, probably said, is the next door neighbor of the soul. So um, we, so it's valuable for us individually, and it's such a valuable way to reach out to people. Srila Prabhupada built the Hare Krishna movement uh, on the basis of, of writing, mm-hmm. uh, of chanting and of writing. Mm-hmm. So, um, and he criticized the, the Goryamat that after so many decades, they only have the same books uh, <laughs> that they published during Guru Maharaj's lifetime. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing, nothing since then. So Srila Prabhupada wanted that this would go on, not just uh, his own books, but even during his lifetime, he had the BBT publish a book by Srub Dhaminar Maharaj, by mm. uh, Satsrup Maharaj, um, a songbook by Chutananda Maharaj. So uh, Prabhupada 
didn't envision that he would be the last author in the Hare Krishna movement. Mm. But he wanted his his followers to continue. Um, so the I think in in our generation we've had some wonderful writing, um, Satsup Maharaj's writing, Rabindra Swoop Prabhu's writing. Uh, now books are coming out by uh, Giriraj Maharaj, and mm-hmm. there's many wonderful books are being have been and, and continue to be uh, published. Of course, mm-hmm. Gopi Pranadana Prabhu's work. Yeah. Um, but um, this should continue. Mm. This a, it's a continuing said, tradition. A continuing tradition. Prabhupada said of the four sampradayas, um, Lakshmi Sampradaya, he said, is known for its, its wealth. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, but the uh, Brahma Sampradaya, it, it's learning. Huh. I didn't know. I hadn't heard that before. Yeah. Um, well, we should be ending now. I see Chitakarani is asking if she can ask you a question. I don't know if you want to, if you yeah, can take you. a few more minutes. Okay. Sure. So, I don't get your association so much. Uh, Chitakarani, are you there? Yes, there you are. Chittakarani is in Italy. Mm. Hare Krishna, please accept my respectful obeisances. Uh, thank you so much for your association. Uh, my question is, uh, I uh, I saw your photos while looking at the BBT archive, and there is one photo of yours near Srila Prabhupada, and the living room is full of paintings of Krishna, windows to the spiritual world. And you are speaking with Srila Prabhupada. You are presenting him one painting. And it, and it is clear that really something's going on in this uh, photo. And I always would like to hear and know how Srila Prabhupada was uh, talking with the artist, how he was giving inspiration, how he was explaining the spiritual world so that they can see and uh, uh, put their art and paint this. I always, I was always very curious about how it works. And if, if there's a special painting which Srila Prabhupada liked so much and which he said, ah, oh, this, this uh, face of Krishna is wonderful, amazing. I really love this picture and this painting. So that, that was my question. Thank you, mm-hmm. Krishna. That particular picture was taken in Prabhupada's quarters at Henry Street in Brooklyn. And as I recall, the painting is being presented by my godbrother Pushkar Prabhu, mm. who is one of the, uh, and continues to be one of the BBT artists. The Prabhupada would, <laughs> the artist would ask lots of questions of Srila Prabhupada. Should, should this person have a beard? Should this person uh, wear a turban? Should this person, what color's complexion is this person? And what should, is this background? Is this the right kind of background? Lots of questions in detail. The editors didn't ask many questions of Srila Prabhupada, but the artists asked lots and lots, and Prabhupada would answer them, uh, mostly by mail. Um, He would answer everything, Prabhupada's time, he did everything by mail, rarely, uh, or of course, in person. So he would answer questions sent, uh, through the mail, or he would uh, 
when he was on the rare times, really, when he was personally present, he would see and, and answer questions. The one time about the Chaitanya Charitamrita, he said, the artist teased me with so many questions <laughs> that Prabhupada answered them. Oh. Um, one of those, I remember at that same, in that same apartment, I don't remember if it was the same, I think it was the same visit, maybe not the same day. Prabhupada was sitting, taking his massage. And Bharaj, who was another of the leading artists of, of the BBT, uh, came to see Srila Prabhupada. And Srila Prabhupada said, what are these bust pictures? Uh, what are these bust pictures? By bust pictures, Prabhupada meant pictures of um, Krishna or the Acharyas, you know, from head and shoulders, uh, as you would see in a, a bust uh, <laughs> statue. So Prabhupada said, what are these bust pictures? Prabhupada didn't uh, very much approve of those. He said the uh, pictures are not for uh, decoration, they're for worship. And Prabhupada was sitting there um, as, as they were mis massaging him, and he, he extended his leg, and he said, uh, pictures are, the full form should be there. The pictures are for, um, pictures of the Acharyas are, are not for decoration, they're for worship. And Prabhupada pointed to his foot. He said, Bande Guru Sri Charanadavindo. <laughs> Okay, on that uh, very blissful and touching uh, lotus foot note, <laughs> uh, I'd like to extend my personal thanks to you, Maharaj, for giving us your time. And uh, we could, of course, go on and on, but we like to keep our schedule and your schedule. And uh, can we all unmute and uh, say a grand Hari Bol and whatever <laughs> gesture for Maharaj. Hari Bol! 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 Hari don't be surprised, Maharaj, if I pester you again for something like this after a few months. <laughs> I would be delighted. So happy to have your company and the company of your disciples. Hare Krishna. Wonderful. That's very kind. Thank you all. Okay. Srila Prabhupada ki jai. Anantakoti Vaishnava Rinda ki jai. I wish you all a wonderful, blissful, ecstatic week and keep well, keep safe. And I believe there's a request uh, from Dira Lalita that you all stay online after I disappear. Uh, not with a capital D, but I'm going to disappear from this. <laughs> <laughs> from this gathering. <laughs> and I think Mar Jai Victor Maharaj also. Okay, yes. so thank you all. Hare Krishna.